Welcome to Finding Happiness and Joy. My name is Paul Kiefer, and I'm really pleased to be here with you today. I know that the topic of happiness and joy is pretty broad, and so my goal is to walk us through happiness and joy in many different perspectives. The goal will be to produce a valuable tool that you can rely on weekly that can give you perspective on your own happiness and joy and, and certainly how you can both personally be happy and joyful and also radiate that to other people. Today we're going to talk about happiness and joy from the perspective of whether or not happiness and joy comes from you internally or whether it's something you experience from outside of yourself. So for instance, are you happy because of something you thought of inside of yourself or is it something that made you happy because you saw it or you could participate in it? That's a big difference. The difference between being happy because of something that's inside of you or being happy and joyful. And certainly that is the point of happiness and joy. One that you can control or one that is given to you in essence. And which one can you rely on? When talking about joy internally, certainly we can think of our efforts in meditating or prayer or positive thinking. And all of those certainly will help to contribute to developing a centered sense of happiness and joy. Or, on the contrary, allowing you an opportunity to push out those negative thoughts or negative feelings that seem to be interfering with happiness and joy. Perhaps doing the meditation, prayer, and, uh, and reflection allows you to create more space for uh, opportunities for happiness and joy, even though you may be in uh, a time of conflict or a time of, of unknowing, a time of grief or despair. And if that's the case, those tools certainly will be helpful to allow you to open your mind to having happiness and having joy. And I would say those would probably be the best ways to right now think about a way to, uh, on a daily basis, find that space that you can conjure up what happiness and joy is for you. Then there's happiness and joy from the outside. Our children, our families, something goes well at work, working out, doing sports, playing games, walking in the woods. Certainly all of those will bring happiness and joy in one regard or another. Of course, they can also bring strife. Getting lost in the woods will certainly not bring happiness or joy or getting injured playing sport or having a negative conversation at a joyful party. All of those will bring that external uh, thought of happiness and joy and it will decrease it or even eliminate it. And now you're back to your internal self and the tools you use to be happy and joyful. How will you do that? How will you make those issues that happen on the outside become less important because you've created space inside that allows you to withstand the conflict that you feel? That's the essence of finding happiness and joy. Your ability to find internally what you know makes you happy and joyful and then letting that be your filter or your strainer of whatever happens on the outside becomes more joyful or happy 
or less painful or, and negative. That's, that's really the goal of this podcast, for us to examine those in many different scenarios, in many different environments, so that we can work together on a weekly basis to have a tool to rely on and a uh, clear path forward. I would say there's no better place to start on internal happiness and joy than during this crazy political season. So you know I'm an elected official, and so I have some understanding of what politics are and how they can affect people, both positively and negatively. And uh, I would have to say that most of the angst that uh, people feel is from other people, so that would be external, uh, external conditions, and uh, certainly most likely not making you happy and joyful, but certainly either adding to your argument or your perspective, or uh, combating your argument and perspective, making you more defensive. In either case, are they really making you happy and joyful? Having your political opinion and your political thoughts are important, and certainly we as a republic, we, we rely on people to have opinions. But how is that affecting you by diving into social media and seeking those that agree with you or looking to uh, uh, offer a contrarian view to someone that doesn't agree with you? How does that help you and how is that affecting you daily? I suggest that perhaps the best thing to do would be to turn it all off uh, or find the most neutral site if you're looking for information so that you're getting unbiased information and that seems absolutely impossible today because we hear so much about how news is uh, worthy or unworthy based on who you ask. In that case, it really is important for you to take a break to say to yourself, what am I doing to center myself internally so that I can be joyful and happy for those around me and my, for myself and what is getting in the way of that? And I would say that certainly politics are getting in the way of many people. And your only ability to not succumb to this is to have a centered position of something much greater than what these, this political season will bring. Because what we do know for a fact is there will be an election. There will be a winner. There will be a loser. And then we will be moving on. Those are facts. We will know something is going to happen, and our control is really only our vote. And if you're under 18 and listening to this podcast, you aren't even voting, but you're going to know that there was going to be a winner and a loser. And with that, we will withstand one way or the other. And the more we're confident in our internal happiness and joy, the less this will affect us. Because what is the most important part of our lives? I'm going to venture to say that every person listening to this podcast, your family is the most important part of your life. Even if you're estranged from your family, it is the most important part of your life because you think about your estranged family. And they're the ones you want to take care of. So if that is the case, how you vote is excellent, important. But after you voted, it's back to what? Your family. It is back to making sure the kids get to soccer or your husband gets off to work or your wife gets off to work or you go for your run because you know it's important because your doctor told you to do so. These, these things will be there regardless. 
The sun will not set and not rise again the next day. It will rise again because that is the earth we live on and that's what we can come to expect. So the external influence of the political environment is, yes, consuming. But does it have to be consuming for you? Do you have to take every tidbit that you see or hear of a comment from a politician or alleged and then determine, is it real or is it not real? And make it a focus of your day. It's really so important. Or is it more important to just discard that information? Because it's certainly not going to influence you in the long run more filled with anger. It certainly won't help you to listen to both sides of anything because you're, you're biting on everything that comes your way. What's more important? To bite on those political statements or to... Help someone in your family who needs something as simple as mowing the lawn, making dinner, sitting and reading a book, talking about their future with them. What's really the most important thing about your life that internally you feel that you really want to do, but you're finding your time is being consumed by that which is outside of you? It's consuming you which means that there's no space for your own personal happiness and joy because you've allowed the, that which is outside of you to consume you. If the glass analogy is, is one to be used, you're a glass and are, is your glass full of your own internal happiness and joy which radiates, radiates to those outside of you? Or is your glass half empty? And that empty part is really what's being radiated into you that you're allowing in, and therefore you only have a half a glass that you can share with other people of your joy and goodness and happiness. Certainly I can imagine this is seeming relatively long-winded, and I'm hoping you've stuck with me this long, but I'm trying to set the stage for what I think is the most important part of happiness and joy, and that really is your internal uh, ability to know what happiness and joy is for you and find it easily. And by finding it easily, you will then recognize what's getting in the way of it. No matter what that is, I, bring a, I brought up the, uh, the example of, of the notion of politics, but we can take anything and, and, and notice how much it affects us. Our favorite football team gets beaten. Our, uh, we have crosswords with a coworker or something happened in your house and it's broken and it's, it's, you realize you have to find a contractor to fix it. All those things certainly consuming. But at what point do you allow that to overtake what is truly inside of you is a place for happiness and joy that can always take the forefront and always take the front seat rather than the back seat. And that's what's important. Now there's a, rel there's a notion of relativism and what that pertains to, and I'm not a philosopher, but I enjoy reading about how people view themselves and how history and, and the great thinkers have viewed people and their relation to those around them. And, and I guess I want to stress that sometimes there will be pain in our lives. Sometimes we will have strife and sometimes to find happiness and joy will be difficult. But the idea that as long as I'm happy, that's good enough, no matter how other people feel, 
I would say this podcast will most likely not be yours to be because, or maybe it will be because the fact is, uh, we all have our own personal perspective and we all have our relation to those people around us and we all have our own version of happiness and joy. The question is whether or not your happiness is joy and joy also makes those around you happy and joyful. Or does your version of happiness and joy exclude people around you? And that would be the relative piece. Is it because I'm happy, therefore uh, life is good and the world is centered? Or is it I'm happy and joyful and because of that those people around me are positively affected? And in fact, if I'm less than happy and joyful and the people around me are happy and joyful, is that a consideration that things are actually okay? Things are good, in fact. Or can is it important to help other people be happy and joyful? And if so, does that mean that your, your contribution to that is a positive to the society around us? So that is... The relative question, how important is it for you to be happy and joyful and how important is that for the people around you? And so if you are less than happy and joyful and your friends and family may or may not tell you that it's not so great to be around you because you are not so happy and joyful, you ask yourself, is it okay that I'm always not happy and joyful because it really it's all about me? Or is there something about me that if I were to address it, that it would then benefit those around me who are less than happy and joyful or are actually are happy and joyful? Would it make them more happy and joyful? And that would be where you're driving more of a community sense of your happy and joyfulness rather than your own personal perspective of you looking in and taking care of yourself. I would gather to say that if your happiness and joyfulness is affecting those around you, you will become more happy and joyful. But if your happiness and joyfulness is really your goal for you about you, then I would say you will incur more ups and downs because those things around you that make you unhappy, you will be forced to solve those by yourself for yourself. Because I'd imagine... People who know people who seek their own happiness and joy will tend to spend less time with them. Now, I would love feedback on that. And so uh, I will be giving my uh, contact information to further that conversation in future podcasts and certainly your opinion on that. But I would venture to say that in a society that cares about each other, more happiness and joy will be found versus a society where everyone cares about themselves. And so that's the, big, that's the big trigger that we will see uh, what kind of feedback we get and, and use that as, a, as, a, um, as a, a plank to jump from to drive deeper into what happiness and joy is and how we find it for ourselves and how we find it for those around us. As I mentioned before, if your glass is 100% full of happiness and joy, are only you going to enjoy it or will the people around you also enjoy it because you do have the happiness and joy? 
So it's pretty complicated, pretty detailed, and I guarantee there's people that have a philosophy background that are on this podcast that are going to say, you have barely scratched the surface and you have a lot of work to do. And I would say, I agree, because I'm certainly a lay person to this. But I am uh, seeking to drive the conversation towards everyone that listens to this podcast to reflect on their own happiness and joy and then determine where it stands for themselves and then in comparison to the people they love. And then how can we make that better? With that, I want to thank you for joining the podcast, Finding Happiness and Joy, with myself, Paul Kiefer. And I look forward to continuing this podcast for many years to come. And I hope that uh, your feedback will will be uh, coming to me shortly so that I can know Uh, what you're thinking, and we can drive the conversation more happy, more joyful, that we can all find happiness and joy together. Until then, see you next week.